0: That's another thing that that we're not very good at teaching young people about you know we shouldn't do that you know it's like there's a sanctimonious authority that goes along with that that's the wrong tone it's more like you know i don't know how you lay it out properly but you tell people that you love how to avoid the road to hell And you don't do that because you're shaking your finger at them or because you're a moral authority. You do it because you don't want them to burn. And I think there's too much of the moral authority still in the church and not enough of the, you know, the love that helps people avoid the fire we certainly uh pray for mr jordan peterson you know yeah. it's amazing to see you know his heart and um, we pray for him to see the fullness of christ yeah i think it's really interesting what he is saying yeah and i and i agree you know the church has been given a quote-unquote moral authority in that we that simply means that we have a responsibility to uphold what is right and to stand up for it, to to bring even correction upon um, lawmakers trying to make laws that are are evil um, against fellow people who we live with, uh, bringing correction when needed. That's why ultimately we lock people up for murder because, well, the laws of in, for example, the United States were fashioned after the laws of god right yeah. and so that is there it's irrefutable however <laughs> what has happened is that we're we've become so focused on this moral authority that we need to uphold we need to correct everyone by we need to slap them over the head with yeah. the stone tablets if you will and the problem is that we have done so without love the problem is that we have done so with a motivation. That has been impure. And so, this impure motivation is, well, our motivation is everything. You see, brothers sisters, if, if you have a motivation that is not absolute love, if you are not speaking to someone who you are willing to die for, like actually die for, like Christ died for you, because see, Christ, Jesus, Yeshua the Messiah, he died for us. But that's why he could bring correction. That's why he could be the moral authority. He absolutely was because love accompanied it. That's why people come to him and repent of their sins when they hear his moral authority because of his love. It is the kindness of God that draws us to repentance is what the word says. And when we do not have the kindness, the love, the patience, the gentleness, the self-control, and other fruits of the spirit grounded in love, then we we are we cannot even be a moral authority anymore. In fact, I want to submit to you that our moral authority is Mm. taken away the moment we lose love, because what does Christ tell us? Mm. You will love your neighbor as yourself. And as you love your neighbor as yourself, that is who you are. And from there, God gives us the Mm. authorities that he has given us.
1: Now, someone might say, but but Petey, even Jesus flipped over tables. Mm. You know, he stood up for righteousness and holiness. And if he flipped over tables, then why can't I flip over tables as well?
0: Yeah, well, you see, he flipped over tables, but he died on the cross for the people. He flipped the tables over on. And yeah. th- the thing is is that how many of how many times do we flip tables on people, and yet our true motivation, if we're going to just be so honest with ourselves, yeah. is has not been absolute the love of Christ that would die on a cross for that person
1: and a massive distinction that is going on is so often oftentimes when we want to flip over a table because we do see maybe a sin, something that is, that goes against God's word or whatever it might be, right? Maybe just something we don't, you know, we dislike about whatever or a person. When Yeshua flipped over those tables, he loved every single one of those people. He loved who they were made in the image of his father. He loved the fact that they were designed for a unique purpose and a calling, their future, their their souls. He cared for them and he saw them as valuable. And so his heart broke at the, the sin that he saw happening in his father's house. But when we flip over tables, when we call people names, when we gossip and expose and whatever we might do in the name of flipping over tables, are we doing so from a place of seeing that person's value loving them so much seeing them as made in the image of god as someone that god loves so much that he died for that person mm. you care for their future for their soul is that how you're seeing that person because if it isn't that will come out in the way you treat them and mm. the way you act towards them and how you speak to them
0: you know motivation is yeah. everything and so you know when we speak to someone it could be that you speak to them because well I would like your true motivation is actually I want to show them how I'm right. They're wrong. I'm better than they are because I, I know the truth and I, I keep the truth and I, you know, and you're not, you don't believe the same as me and et cetera, et cetera. That could be why we share correction. It can even be that we share correction because we're projecting. In other words, we are it's the it's the thing of I'm sharing with everyone who are um, in sexual morality that they need to stop with their sexual morality. But Mm -hmm. yet the reason I'm so passionate about it is because in my secret, I am in sexual immorality. And so I'm projecting that so I can feel better about my own sins. That's why. And this is very common, very common in humanity. That's why um, Christ said, take out the log of your own eye first, because he knew that we have a tendency when we have an area of blindness that we go and point out that blindness in other people. And so and that makes us guilty and in um, um, not qualified to be pointing out anything and anyone. If we are not willing to die for them, this is um, a love for a friend to lay down his life for another. Right. And you need to be willing to uh, uh, take out the log out of your own eye first. But now furthermore, I want to submit to you that people are the reason that this is so huge is because, you know, the world has started to see Christianity in the way that Jordan Peterson is describing. That's why he's saying it and that they are people of moral authority, but yet they have no love for us. Why should we listen to people who do not love us? Yes, they tell us what we're doing wrong, but they don't love us. It's evident when we speak to people, they are like that. People are are so good at identifying our motives. If you're not able to tell this person with a tear in your eye about what you're trying to correct him with, then don't try and correct him with at all, because what will come out of you instead will be hatred and all the things that are not of God or his kingdom. And these things will not inspire people to change. It will inspire them to be driven away from the kingdom of God.
1: Right. Again, do you truly value that person? Do you truly love and care for their soul, for their future? Why are you speaking to that person Like you have to look at your motives? Are you going to that person because they're in sin, I need to correct them? Or do you go because I don't want you to walk in a place that Is in the end going to bring you into bondage. I I love you. you. I love you so much. Mm -hmm. I don't want that for you. I want you to walk in freedom, in life, in light, and let me come alongside you. Not just to quick get a quick conversion, to get a number, to get a whatever, but I want to walk alongside you step by step. Discipleship. That's what Yeshua talks Mm -hmm. about. He doesn't talk about smacking people upside the head and then just leaving them in a ditch. Walking alongside them, discipling them, loving them. Like Yeshua said, this is how people will know you're my disciples by the love you have for one another.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, our motives are revealed in our delivery. If you are speaking to this person and bringing a correction that is needed, and oftentimes correction can be needed, but when you do, what is on your face? Is there love on your face? Is there hatred on your face? Is there compassion on your face? Is there contempt on your face? What are you showing this person? Because they will receive that quickly. And the second element is what are your actions? Are there love in your actions? You see, you shouldn't just go and point the finger at the prostitutes. And he went to their uh, in their midst, he dined with some of them. He was showing love to them. He would give to someone who needed help. Even if they were in sin, he would heal them. In other words, for example, in many cases, even though the the reason they were broken and in illness and whatever was because of their sin, as he sometimes said, was the reason he still healed them and had mercy on
1: them. The crazy amazingness of what our Messiah did he went to the people that everyone else would be like oh my goodness you were seen with the tax collectors when he went to the poor the blind the outcast the tax collector and the sinner and he sat amongst them to give them life because they were the ones who needed it most
0: I mean so brothers sisters uh, I think it's really important for us to really reconsider our positions, our motives yeah. when we come. If you when the next time you go on Facebook to reply to that, you make a comment on that one status that someone made that you really don't agree with theologically or yeah. politically or whichever yeah. way. Why, why are you saying it and where is it really coming from? Even if you are right in what you have to say, mm-hmm. it's that's not that's not the end all end all. You will be wrong, even if you are technically right, if you are, are saying it from a place of hatred for this person instead of love. So,
1: and when we say, I'm just going to jump in mm-hmm. right here. When we say speak in love, let it literally be guided by the First Corinthians 13. Are you speaking in patience? Are you speaking in gentleness? Are you speaking with self-control? Or are you being a fire hydrant and just dousing them with everything yeah. and then wondering why they aren't you know, changing course just like that? Mm-hmm. Are you coming to them with the same grace and mercy that God extended to you?
0: Amen. So on that note, brothers and sisters... Um, mm-hmm. Let's 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 do introspection on this. I hope that this has blessed you. Let's all pray for Jordan Peterson as the Lord uh, pricks his heart, and um, we pray for him to be saved and come to the Lord. Amen. Shalom.